So, how was your night? Oh my god. <laughs> it was so great. And we actually, oh my god, um, like, when we finished, we all just um, were in bed and we watched SNL, but I was so fucking high that I didn't really comprehend anything that was going on. Um, but it was kind of funny. That Hey, that's amazing. That sounds like the best way to watch SNL, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm Gilda. And I'm Steph. And this is Saturday Night High. The podcast where we get high and we talk about Saturday Night Live. Today we're talking about season 46, episode 13. It aired on February 20th. 2021 it was hosted by reggae jean page and the musical performances were by bad bunny with an appearance by was it rosalia i believe so so yeah which i actually i know we both talked about going into whatever bad bunny was blind i was pleasantly surprised i really enjoyed the performances yeah he was good and they were great the performances yeah, I feel like this is the first time that both musical performances have been not in English. Like, it was, I mean, I, as a non-Spanish speaker, I was like, cool, I really like the performance. And it just, like, I didn't know what the song was about, but I could guess based on the body language. And I thought that was a really awesome part of that performance. Anyway, we're not at the music yet. Sorry. <laughs> um, there was a lot of body language stuff going on, though. But yeah. Yeah, so last night while live tweeting, Gilda tweeted out um, if any of you had any thoughts on the episode, and we got a response from at ab underscore Gilman, Abigail. Uh, would you like to read it? Yeah. Um, she said that she didn't really think there were any standout sketches, but not any bad sketches either. She thought Weekend Update was better than usual, and Pete and Heidi were fantastic. I agree. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, she loves musical sketches, so she was happy with what we got last night. Also agree. Overall, B+. So thank you, Abigail. I agree with a lot of that. The musical sketches have been really good lately. Yeah, I, they, yeah. Musical sketches are pretty much always a hit for me. It's got to be really bad for me to hate it, but they've been on, yeah, they've been good. Yeah. So yeah, thank you. And again, yeah, tweet us uh, your reactions. At Slap Night High Pod. So the cold open um, was, oh, wait, I forgot. The whole point of my story was that we were watching it like live, which I never watched SNL live. Um, gotcha. But before this episode was um, the episode that Britney Spears performed in. Um, oh. And so we got to watch her do her performance. It was such a good performance, too. So fun to watch. <laughs> what year? What, when? What did she perform? Um, you know, I could be gaslighting myself, but it might have been oops, you did it again. I don't know though. But that could just be me remembering okay. I remember what she was wearing. It was like a purplish like top and pants and her belly button was out, you know, you know, Britney Spears. Yeah. Yep. That looks accurate. The video is popping up that looks like that. So yeah, that's wild. I did not watch that. So yeah. Um I mean, I just saw that, and then the cold open was "Oops, you did it again" um, with Chloe Fineman as Brittany, and I loved that so much. When she danced, it was so great. 
Oh my God. It was so good. She absolutely nailed the Britney Spears uh, impression. And I thought sponsored by the notes app. I was like, Oh God damn. Like a, that was perfect. B direct call out to Justin Timberlake. Like, fuck you. Such a great line. Um, although, Oh my God, that like line they had about indoor dining. I felt like that was going to lead into the line about, uh, the nursing home stuff. But, like, since people were, like, clapping at the indoor dining being open, it, like, kind of fucked up the whole sort of what he was trying to say. Yeah, that was... Also, should indoor dining in New York City be open right now? I I, I don't think so, but whatever. I was like, why are people coughing so hard? Yeah, they... No! <clears throat> Guys, you missed the point. Um, yeah, no, uh... A.D. Bryant reprised her uh, role, her impression of Ted Cruz, and it was Ted Cruz on the way back from Cancun, had cornrows, was dancing. It was, honestly, it was fucking perfect. I loved it. The cornrows sent me. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah. And the fact that he blamed his fucking daughters, like, I am sorry, sir. You are a grown man. You are a U.S. senator. Like, fuck off. You you can't oh my kids wanted to go to cancun so yeah sure we went like you're a parent but a it wasn't their idea and even if it was you have the power to say no no ted cruz does not know how to be held accountable for his actions but that's a whole other issue um speaking of oh my god pete davidson as uh kiyomo he was like yelling or what was he doing singing at um ad brian ted cruz saying you're a clown i thought that was hilarious (laughs) Yeah, Pete Davidson tonight killed it. Like, oh my God. He was, and again, I know we've said it before, but he's like stretching his SNL muscles. And it's so nice to see that he's not just playing, oh, it's Pete Davidson. Oh, it's Pete Davidson in this costume. It's like, yeah, I, I'm so fucking happy. The cast was vibing last night. Yeah, him, Egonotum, like shout outs for the night. Bobby Feynman, they nailed it. Like Oniang every week. Oh my God. I, fuck, I retweeted it. It was someone on Twitter. I need to go to the profile because I want to give credit where credit is due. It was Darren James at Mod Revolve said, uh, hand the keys over to Ego and Chloe. They got this. And I, I truly, it's true. It's like, it's time for A.D. Bryant and Kate McKinnon to move on. Cecily Strong can stick around. I like her. Yeah. Um, oh, Kate like, McKinnon, though, I really loved some of her characters tonight. Yeah, I, I just, it's, I, I again, there, there are like 20 fucking people in this cast right now. Yeah. It's too many people. The original cast had, what, five, six people? Like It's overwhelming. It is. There's too many people, and there's like people, yeah. It, and again, it's not bad. The cast is good together, but I just really wish some of the younger people had a bit more screen time because they deserve it. They're killing it. Yeah, so. I agree. Um, I but yeah, see anybody Pete, leave. I know, that's the hardest part. But yeah, Pete's Andrew Cuomo was fucking amazing. He just nailed Angry Italian Man so, so well. It was great. So Yeah, um, he talked about Disney World and how like when you die there, you don't really die there. And I was losing my shit. That was so fucking funny. <laughs> It's like, did she die on the teacups? No, she died in the parking lot. It was like, what the fuck? 
Oh, yeah, it's accurate. my God. Yeah, but the cold open, it was fucking solid. And again, I do find it a little weird that, okay, now it's like, all right, we are what? That was the fourth? This is the fourth episode in a row, right? Um, I think... Yeah, yeah, it was four. Next week is the fifth of a five-week run. Jesus. Um, uh, fourth. Um, oh, Lord, I just literally lost my train of thought. Um, what were we talking about? Um, it was the fifth. Well, this is the fourth episode. Oh, okay. I know what we were talking about. Okay. So it's the fourth episode since Joe Biden has, was inaugurated as president and we have not seen a Joe Biden yet. And so like we saw Alex Moffat's Joe Biden once in December, but we haven't seen it since. And now it's starting to be like, okay, I'm happy they're not doing overtly political stuff, but why? Like did Alex Moffat, does he have a case of like the what's it in sports the the yips or something those what oh fuck hang on i think biden just hasn't been i don't know visible enough to make fun of yeah the yips colloquial term for a sudden and unexplained loss of skills and experienced athletes it's like people it's like this happened a few years ago with like this number one draft pick from for the nba and he got to the team and he just forgot how to play basketball. Oh my God. Like made it through. Yeah. Like it happens. It's ridiculous, but I mean, I shouldn't say it's ridiculous, but like, it's just, it's crazy to see, but like, I'm starting to wonder, like, did his Biden go weird? Like, do they need a different Biden? So that's something I'll be curious to see what they do next week, because if there's five in a row without Biden, that's, that's odd. I mean, I didn't really miss seeing the president of the united states and snl i feel like there's plenty going on right now (laughs) yeah no and and i completely agree it was just something that i noticed that i was like okay interesting so reggae john page's monologue was him being like thirsted over by uh what was it 80 um ego i think that was it right uh i think Chloe Feynman came out dressed up as the lead female character from Bridgerton towards the end. Yes. And also towards the end of the episode. (laughs) Yeah. Which, okay. That was a whole other thing that we'll get to in a bit. I have thoughts. Um, I thought it was funny when Edie Bryant lost an eyelash and she was like, she made a wish. And she's like, my wish was rated R. It's like, I like that line. I don't have much to say. Like, no, I, 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 yeah, it was cute. It was a simple, it was a simple concept, but again, the line with Ego 80 and Chloe running off stage and 80 shouting, get the pencils, bitches. We're rewriting everything. It was, I, I liked that as well. That was cute. Um, then we had the actors spotlight. And at this point I'm like, damn, like Ego Notum is killing this episode um the best part of this sketch for me was keenan thompson as ice cube coldy squares in britain that was honestly up until then i was like okay i get this it's funny but it's i i I don't know it was 
the same joke over and over. And I don't know, what killed me was Alex Moffat showing up as, I almost said Claire Danes, but that's not it. Um, Hugh Grant? I think so. Let's say Hugh Grant. Um, he showed up as, you know, this posh British actor that we all know the face, this guy's face. He's like the rom-com guy. He's been in every rom-com plus I think Love Actually, but I've never actually seen Love Actually. So I don't know. Definitely in Love Actually. Okay. So yeah, he is in that. So he shows up as, you know, and he's like, oh, oh my, is that Coldy Squares? And it was just fucking, I, I, it turned in that single line made the sketch worth it yeah that was goofy we laughed at that pretty hard um i was also laughing uh just watching kenan thompson do the british accent he was laughing it was great yeah um the next sketch it's we've seen a variation of this sketch before where someone turns on a song and people are like ew why this or they pretend to not know it, but then everybody ends up singing along and knowing it and doing it really emphatically. And this time it was bros playing pool in a bar and the song was Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo, which Wait, I- have... um, first I saw the uh, Loco music video. Yep, okay. And I had a feeling that might happen because um, I was live tweeting and I got very involved in some conversations oh, and then realized, shit, I forgot to take notes on that one, but I realized it like two sketches later. So it was too late. So, okay, we'll hit pool, we'll hit the driver's license pool jukebox in a bit. Yeah, please, Loco. I fucking loved it. I was so confused. I was like, yeah, I know it sounds like. <laughs> 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 okay but okay so that's how i felt last week when you were like oh the next one was this and i'm looking at my notes like no no it wasn't no what so i'm glad that hang on <coughs> excuse me oh dear lo siento people bless you all right thank you um uh, so yeah okay loco go for it yeah so this was a like a pre-recorded music video with ego Notum, um singing about being loco if you will you know walking around her beautiful apartment this after that apartment i was like fuck i want to live there so bad um right. and then of course because it was a rapping sketch pete davidson had to come in and he had a line about army hammer being a cannibal uh that was a hit in my book um and then bad bunny was a plant yeah the the crowd tonight was like fucking on top of it they were just like thrilled to fucking be there and oh god what was it it was oh that week in snl tweeted is this the horniest studio audience snl has ever had gonna need the stats on that at snl stats but it was like truly because like oh my god like everything that hit like the crowd made it known if they liked something and it's not yeah. always like some weeks the crowd is more subdued so i i don't know with how well the cast did last night and the energy of the crowd it was like yeah it's good it was a good episode and especially like i felt like the last few episodes were just okay yeah they were just kind of like okay snl is just kind of you know it is it's existing 
they're writing because this is what they do. But yeah, no, tonight it was like there was a burst of energy that went yeah. through the cast. Um, but yeah, I loved, I loved Loco. I truly, again, Ego is fucking killing it. She needs more screen time. I was so happy. Again, well, and I guess part of what I liked about this episode was that we did get to see more of Chloe and Ego. And yeah, it was it was very newish cast member. Heavy. It's feeling like their show. Yeah. So yeah, I absolutely loved that sketch. I related to it so hard. It was like, yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> like, I'm kind of over the COVID humor, but I didn't mind it in this instance because it was just like, okay, I can fucking relate to this. It's not just the same damn thing they've done for the past, you know, 10 episodes. Yeah. Like, that's just, it, it was funny. It was fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And now we have pool jukebox, correct? Yes. Okay, so as I said before, yeah, it's just a bunch of bros in a pool hall, and we've seen the sketch where someone hit plays a song, some guys don't want to admit they know it, some are like, ew, why are you playing this? But everyone ends up singing along very emphatically, and it was, I don't know, I've seen it, like, we've seen this play out in different sketches before, but it never fails to make me laugh. It's like the one SNL trope that I always fucking love. No, and it's hilarious. And it's funny because it's like, you know, it's about teenage drama, but it's not the butt of the joke. It's like supporting the joke. Like we're not laughing at women for once in our lives. You know, we're just like, wow, this is a good song that this girl wrote. everyone can relate to and yeah it then devolved into men fighting over taylor swift which was just fucking perfect i i just yeah she's a storyteller (laughs) yeah well and we had we had actually been playing folklore earlier in the evening i was defrosting some dinner and we were drinking really good wine and um (laughs) we and steve admitted that he was not a Taylor Swift fan prior to 2020, but her albums last year just, you know, he he now, he listens to and likes folklore and evermore. And it is absolutely adorably hilarious to hear Steve go, Alexa, please play folklore. This <laughs> is like, what the fuck is going on? So yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I had to say about Pool Jukebox. It was solid, cute, I laughed. Yeah. It was solid. I liked um, Kate McKinnon playing the old man. Really funny. Yeah. Um, and then we had the next sketch was so fucking bizarre and it was such weird SNL. Like this is the kind of SNL that I live for. It's like who had this thought? How did it make it to air? And why? It's like, because of those, it's just so absurd. It was perfect. It was Mr. Chicken Legs at the Cecil Hotel. And good God. Um, Yeah, Chloe Feynman's outfit was on point for this. She was playing like the ditzy co-host of this I loved her outfit. (laughs) Yeah. I loved um, Cecily's uh, wig had yes. um like a gray strike or some strike is that the word streak jeez louise <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Yeah, she everyone looked good. Well, Chloe and Cecily looked good in this sketch. Um I mean, Pete looked great in the costume. <laughs> yeah, no, he he was killing it. He was dressed up as uh Jack Skellington. And he was doing this absolutely bizarre like legs in the air. It was oh my god, it was great. He was killing it. It was really Again. goofy. Yeah, goofy. Yes. Um, didn't surprise me when he was the one that, um, quote unquote, won the competition. Although something I did not like about the sketch was Mikey Day's legs of deception, where he was wearing a schoolgirl skirt and he was like, can I be flirty? Can I be shy? And I was like, eh, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't know why they had to specifically say eighth grade. That was not necessary. Right. That's what made it icky. It's yeah. like, yeah. So didn't that was a meh on that yeah also like pete davidson called olive oil from popeye a prostitute yeah i was like okay mm, no thank you yeah no it's like that could have been one of the contenders for excuse me sketch of the night but nah yeah this next one was not a contender i'll say it but it was uh <laughs> job interview for this advertising agency that does like unsolicited ads and it was beck bennett and reggae john page and bowen yang walking up to beck bennett the interviewer showing him these little notes that had the goofiest shit on them um like your mom's topless in the lobby (laughs) hi yeah um it was, yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't really have that much to say about it. It was not safe for work, non-ads, and uh, not my thing. I, what, what was it? Oh, sex trafficking joke was a bit much. Yeah, that, and the, it did end with Netflix, we have porn now, which I was like, what the fuck? But, and they're like, we had a call kevin netflix that was kind of funny i laughed at that yeah and also when they were fighting with the um with the pool noodles boney and came out and he was like stop it you'll kill each other that was funny (laughs) yeah i i just overall it's like there were like three things that worked but overall it was just like nah yeah i agree and then we had the first perform uh we had bad bunny's first performance was la noche de noche with rosalia and it was super sex charged her nails were terrifyingly gorgeous like they were interesting yeah i loved her outfit it was beautiful her outfit was on point and yeah i really did like the performance i had no idea what we were going to be getting with Same. bad bunny but you know i, I it. yeah it was good and then what i really liked was weekend update um start off obviously talking about ted cruz and this was like <laughs> i remember last night as we had the episode on i was like sort of like drifting in and out of sleep but i do remember the line where he says that his face is slowly becoming reclaimed by nature yeah um there was a line about 
Texans uh, Texans in Texas, Jesus. There was a line about a survey of Texans and it was X amount uh, believe the power outages were caused by renewable energy while the other X percent believed it was gay marriage. It's like, oh Jesus. Like yeah. we're still doing this. Like, I mean, come on. Um there was a line about Andrew Cuomo who somehow looks like all three good fellows at once, and I shrieked at that because oh my god, it's true. Yeah. My favorite part of Weekend Update was Pete Davidson being the relationship expert. I was laughing so hard just at that first off, but then all of his lines, they were really um great. I mean, he started off by saying that his Valentine's Day was not as good as yours to Colin Jost. I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's probably facts. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a line about, uh, oh God, there was a line about a book. Was it, was it about Gina Carano? Is the Berenstain Bears kill Osama bin Laden? I have no yeah. idea what the fuck that was in relation to, but it was fucking funny. Yeah, that was, I don't even remember what that was in relation to either. It was just funny. It, it came out of nowhere and I loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Heidi Gardner played a woman who was dressed like Freddy Krueger. She was like a community aid helper, but literally everything about her looked like Freddy Krueger and all, everything she said were like quotes and she pulled her hand up above the desk and it was his like claw. Yeah, this was really fucking funny. Like I was yeah. watching it and just thinking who came up with this idea and the glove was the best. Yeah, again, it was the bizarre shit. It works. Yeah. Um, Michael Che had a line about uh, the vaccine rollout in Israel. And the audience was kind of like, whoa. Um. Well, I, I mean, I don't think he was... It, it wasn't an anti-semitic joke it was going after the fact that israel is refusing to vaccinate palestinians like that was he was pointing out that you know apartheid is bad like that is not a bad thing guys and if you're offended by the joke you're going to be really offended when you know you figure out that israel is uh not vaccinating palestinians because they're assholes of course. Um, <laughs> please don't come for us. Sorry. <laughs> no, please don't. I can't deal with that no. right now. I'm too busy. No. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Also, like Colin Jost, he explained what simp was before he told a joke in which he called Ted Cruz a simp. That was so strange to me. <laughs> that was very odd. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, weekend Update was solid from beginning to end. I loved it. Much yeah. better than weeks past. It was. And then we had our Songs of the Sea History Channel sketch um, where they did like an, a reenactment of a sea shanty, which the sketch started with Andrew Dismukes. And I was at first a little bit like, hmm, not sure how to feel about this one. But it ended up it was like so enjoyable um bone yang was such a good performer throughout this whole sketch i kept noticing him with the dancing and all that um yeah there was just a lot going on 
Yeah, there was a lot going on. They were trying to do way too much. And like Bad Bunny was in a lot of sketches tonight. I'm pretty sure he was yeah, in like, three. Yeah, when he came out, so, it was hilarious. Yeah, that was great. But I don't know. It was all right. I think it, uh, as our, our friend who's staying with me for a bit, um, he said, you know, the execution, the concept was good, but the execution was bad. Like... I feel that it's true. Like it could have been done so much better. So it could have. I did love Kate McKinnon's little character though, and she killed her verse. (laughs) Yeah, she did in a good way. Um, we had a really weird sketch. Uh, that was like a sort of prayer battle between neighbors. Um. Again, Andrew Dismukes was in this. He started off by being like the youngest son saying the prayer before they ate their meal. I guess grace is what you would call that. Um, (laughs) And the way he acted like a little kid was so bizarre to me. I don't know how I felt about that. Yeah, it was like, oh, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't know how I felt, but I know I didn't like how I felt. So um yeah it was just like a prayer off rap battle and so they went back and forth and there was uh, the teenage daughter who ad bryant was like my voluptuous daughter my busty daughter or something yeah i was like what but it was like a jesus camp um it was like a jesus camp performance that the whole family knew and participated in yeah it was it was a lot it was a lot but it was it was fun you know and then it ended sort of with them all dancing together but they didn't start dancing until beck bennett got on the ground and did the worm which was crazy (laughs) yeah um didn't see that coming either um which part of me is like did that like why did that get written in? Was that what it's like? Oh, there's there's a sketch where, you know, Beck can do the worm. Like, I, you know, this is something Beck can do. Let's write it in. Also, sorry. <laughs> Speaking no, of ahead. Beck Bennett and the sketch, I don't know if you noticed, but at the beginning, like, he wasn't on the stage. And then he ran on. I didn't notice that. Oh, shit, something must have happened. What was the sketch right before that? The sea shanty yeah sea shanty oh yeah he must have been in that and um their cost i don't know that's you're right i want to go back and watch that he was in that but he didn't really do much in that he was just okay like he had a verse but that was early so i don't know all right <laughs> i see through the cracks <laughs> i didn't like the next sketch at all the next sketch oh the intimacy coordinator sketch yeah no What's your thoughts? okay um so i figured with it being the 10 to 1 and it being bridgerton it was going to be about the sex scenes and i was like okay this could be raunchy this could be racy like let's see where it goes and then the joke is that the intimacy coordinator was at a covid fundraiser and got covid along with a lot of the other cast and crew and the people they brought in to replace the intimacy coordinator were some guys that took a Zoom to get certified 
and they were uh it was pete and my uh, pete davidson and mikey day and it was like they kept trying to turn it into like incest porn and like they there were a bunch of really just disgusting yeah just like not cool jokes i don't know i was not it was too much yeah it was just a bit weird um although i did laugh when pete davidson's character was calling reggae john page bridgetown he was like bridgetown bridgetown (laughs) yeah that was yes but again like there were so many other ways this could have been like oh shit that was absolutely hilarious and they just didn't do any of them it was all icky yeah didn't doesn't I, i i yeah anyway those are my thoughts about that yeah i i kind of agree um we had bad bunny second performance which was um first off disclaimer i don't speak spanish te deseo lo mejor (laughs) sounds good to me um we were we were all at least here uh we were very disappointed that bad bunny and rosalia rosalia did not use the stairs and tunnels in the first performance we were like what the fuck like someone go on the stairs and well the second song started and we were like ah he's on the stairs so that was that was awesome but yeah no it was a nice song i liked the performance i like his voice it was good it was um then we had another performance in the form of the grocery wrap yeah at first i was like oh so they're trying to do lazy sunday right andy samberg chris parnell rap about the Chronicles of Narnia. They're going to see it. No, I don't think I've seen that. Oh my god, that was like the. It was like like the first big, um, Lonely Island digital short. Okay. okay, I'm gonna send that to you after this. <laughs> yeah. So at first I was like, oh, are they trying to recreate this? Because that's like, eh, all right, I guess. But it actually turns out to be a sketch about how they're in the grocery store without masks. And they're being asked to leave by the manager, Reggae Jean Page. And I, and he's like, guys, you got to leave. And they're like, no, we're doing, we're, we're making art. It's a video. It's a, it was like, no, no, you still have to leave. And I think, uh, fuck, what's his name? Um, Kyle Mooney got tased at one point and it ends with them like all sitting in the manager's office crying about how like COVID has been really hard and yeah like they just wanted to make a viral video and now life is hard for them (laughs) it's very weird definitely yeah i i wasn't surprised to see um kyle mooney and it was mikey day and fuck who else there's a third one um i think i thought it was beck bennett maybe it was just me okay that that's yeah that sounds accurate yep i wasn't surprised to see any of them in this sketch i was just like oh yeah this, this checks yeah so just the guys being dudes mm-hmm. what didn't hit for you in this episode i think for me uh i mean overall it was a really good episode so it was kind of hard yeah. to even say that there's something that didn't hit but the job interview sketch was just like a little bit too dumb for me yeah that was that was pretty dumb I also did not like Bridgerton. That was just like, no. Fair, yeah. 
It felt like something that would have been, it felt like something that we would have been talking about in a classic SNL episode in terms of it being gross. And I was just like, cool. So we've done season one. Like this is now season 46. Why are we still being that icky? So. Yeah, fair. My runner up for the night was the cold open. I liked it a lot. I loved Chloe's Brittany. Yeah, that was that was very, very good. It was unexpected. And again, all of the impressions tonight were just so good. Everybody was killing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. My yeah, that one was good. My medium was yeah, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go with that as my runner-up because thinking about it, that was better than what I had for my runner-up. So yeah. no it was really fucking difficult to do the breakdown it was because there was it was like there was there were so many things to choose from there were so many factors in terms of like okay this sketch was good but I have one joke I didn't like and this sketch was eh, it was run of the mill but there were a few jokes that really made it so yeah anyway yeah um my top for the night was weekend update specifically Pete Davidson as the relationship expert but also just all of weekend update was really good yeah weekend update was absolutely incredible last night they everybody brought it and my yeah I just I thought Michael Che was just on fire and I loved Heidi Gardner's uh Freddy Krueger so yes it was it it was just perfect it was so yeah our socials you could find us on social media at Slut Night High Pod. Night is spelled N-I-T-E on Twitter. We're on Instagram, Reddit, YouTube, and Facebook. I live tweet the live episodes, so come find us there during the show. Um, our Gmail is Sat Night High Pod, and we have a website, satnighthighpod.com. We are on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, pretty much wherever you get your podcasts, you can find us. Um, Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, and review. I know it sounds dumb, but it super helps us. (laughs) Yes, until then, um, happy birthday to me because this airs on my birthday. (laughs) Yes, it does! Do you have any fun plans or... Well, I mean, this weekend was a rather fun, unplanned time, um, but I am getting Cheesecake Factory to eat because, come on, it's so fucking good. Yeah, you, you have to. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, happy highs and happy birthday to Steph. I'm Steph. <laughs> and I'm Gelda. <laughs> <laughs>